welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm your host, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined with my co-host, Pat Jones. How's Pat today? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I am also doing well. You know, for it being a, where I don't know where people may be listening from, but for being kind of a gloomy day in northern Ohio, where we're recording, um, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Looking yeah. for that, that part in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This... Might have to do that. Qigong move later. Part yeah. Part the clouds. Part the clouds. Because I know the sun's back there somewhere because it's daylight it out. It is. <laughs> when, when our sun starts to go away, then we all get a little gloomy. We so get a we little gloomy. To, yeah. We have to bring bring light in other ways, so. Yeah, so we're going to do that today. I don't know what the word is yet, but we're going to do that today in some way, in some fashion. Bring the the light in through the gloom. And uh, yes. So what do you say? Without further ado, should we pick a word and see what? Yeah. See what we're see looking what, at. See what you got. All right. So I was like, what did I call that earlier? The magic, magic wheel, of, wheel fun? of fun. Yeah, I don't know. It just came to me. My magic wheel of fun. Here we go. No pressure. <laughs> Pat likes the sound effects. Well, that's, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word of the week is intuition. Ooh. Intuition. Intuition. Which is so interesting, and I'll talk about that later, but intuition. Okay. So intuition. That's a great word. It is a great word, and it's really interesting that it's come up a lot lately in my practice. Um, okay. So intuition is quite simply a noun. Um, it's the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning, which that definition is really fascinating to me for a couple of reasons without the need for conscious reasoning. Because I think sometimes when we have this intuitive nature, we feel like, you know, we're getting this flash of intuition. <laughs> Every human I know second guesses. <laughs> I was going to say, then we stop and, and say, wait a minute. Was that? Let me... Let me think about this. Let me uh, figure something out, or yeah, yeah. Or why. is that really? You always have I'm... to ask why. Yeah, is that really what I did? I really just experienced that, mm-hmm. you know. And some of the words that go along with intuition are like instinct, sixth sense, um, intellect. They are, there's another definition too that says it's the power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought or in, or inference. I'm going to read that again because please <laughs> I kind of like what that one's saying even more. The power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought 
and inference. It's really saying the same thing without the yeah. need for conscious reasoning. Right. And I think when human nature gets involved with intuition, you know, I think that that's, I think that's normal. I think that is normal instinct. But when you just know something, mm -hmm. it shows up very um, apparently in two different places specifically in your chakras so I think since that's where my energy just led me why don't we drop into that space and just yeah. explore what our intuition might look like yeah that sounds awesome all right I'm ready I'm ready me too so wherever you are and whatever you're doing if it feels comfortable for you to do so I would invite you to go ahead and settle into this place and space, and if it feels right for you to close your eyes, do so. And if you would rather keep them open, that's fine too. Because it's not the two eyes that you see with that we are going to be focusing on in this moment. They will do what they will and what they must, either focusing on something outward in order to allow you to relax in your space. Or if your eyes are gently closed and relaxing that way, allowing you to tune inward. And as we begin to settle into the space of getting in touch with our intuition, I want you to just focus on your breath in this moment. Just your breath. Each part of your breath. Begin to notice that that inhale happens just as soon as the exhale rests. And the exhale happens much in the same way. As your body instinctively knows what it needs to do in order to breathe and relax. Your body automatically knows what to do. You just breathe and relax and be. And we focus on this word intuition, and it shows up for us in our energy and our chakras in a variety of ways. But mainly it comes into the third eye in the center of your forehead. And so as you allow your body and your mind and your spirit to do what they will and what they must, breathing, relaxing, settling into your space, And once you feel kind of tuned into the awareness of yourself and your presence in this moment, I'd ask you to draw your awareness up to the center of your forehead, right there between your brows, to the seat of our conscious awareness. And as we draw breath in through our third eye and exhale out and away any fog or clouds, anything getting in the way of our clarity with that exhale, draw your attention even deeper in that inhale Draw it deeper inward into the center most area of your brain there in the pineal gland. 
And the third eye is associated with intuition. And when you put your awareness into that center and watch that space unfold like the leaves, the petals on a lotus, just opening up, you're opening up and heightening your power within your mind and your spirit, directing your consciousness to that center. And if your mind wanders, that's okay. Just return your awareness back to the deep center of your third eye. And you're meditating again. And to take a little bit deeper dive into that center. Visualize that lotus opening up as if it's a beautiful indigo blue. The petals just unfolding and expanding your awareness from your third eye. Visualizing that beautiful, deep blue indigo color there at the pineal gland. And watch the vibrancy of that color and the vibration expand past the back of your head, out the front of your head, from the sides of your head. Watch and feel and experience that energy expanding out past the physical body in every direction. As if this beautiful beacon of indigo light is radiating out from you, allowing you to visualize the light getting bigger and bigger until it encompasses your entire being, mind, body, and spirit. And you continue to breathe and relax into that indigo light, allowing it to fill up your entire room or your house, your neighborhood, your city, your country. Imagine that intuition, that knowing, that wisdom reaching out into the depths as far as your imagination can take you. And as you continue to breathe and relax, let's align and center our intuition with our body. In our third eye, we are aligning it and have aligned it with our spiritual sense, with our mental sense there in the brain and the pineal gland. But as you take a big deep breath in and exhale, drop that awareness down into the space between your sacral and your solar plexus there, right between the belly button and your pelvis. Breathing into the yellow and the orange, the yellow and the solar plexus above the belly button. The orange and the sacral below the belly button. Breathing into that space right between giving balance and energy to both spaces. Feel the yellow and the orange like the sun melding into your body center. Melding with the indigo in your spirit and your mind. Breathing into your entire body and being. Feel that centered and alignment come into each of the chakras all the way up your spine and down. And as you take a big deep breath into that wholeness and exhale, 
Focus again just on your presence and your breath, your whole self-being. And if you have a question that you want to ask for guidance on, ask it here in this space. In this space between the belly button and the pelvis. In that space between the solar plexus and the sacral. Ask that question into your belly, deep in your gut. And allow that energy of the wisdom and the knowledge to radiate upward into your mind so the answer comes. And I'll give you a few moments of silence and quiet to allow the wisdom to unfold those petals even deeper. you allow that wisdom to just unfold as it may, as it will, as it does. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you guys for letting me share that. Thank you. Wow. Intuition. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. What did you, uh, did anything come to you, anything poignant come to you that you want to share? Um, um, what was really cool, which I always love when I can see the colors, mm. and I could really see the colors today, and when you said about expanding, it, it looked like, um, like Saturn's rings. Oh, nice. Oh, and it was in that, that indigo color, like going all around my head. And then I saw it, I saw the orange and yellow. And um, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I think what's really interesting when you do a meditation like this is you can actually train your senses through the guided imagery to help um, invigorate those intuitive flashes, that wisdom that kind of sparks interest um, and helps to be able to connect you between your sensory perceptions um, and, and then in your physical and spiritual being. Um, and what I mean by that is it's kind of like... Um, it, the, I don't know, the best way to describe it, it's like the way to be able to foster and nurture your own kind of superpower. You know, mm. sometimes we get caught up in, you know, the wouttas and the kudas or um, what would, you know, what would somebody else do or, um, you know, what would you do if this was your situation? You know, how would you go forward if, you were me, right? We asked that a lot mm -hmm. of our friends. Mm -hmm. And regardless of what great advice or not great advice maybe sometimes people might get, um, I think when you do that, when, you kind of, when you're constantly kind of doing that searching outside yourself, you're lowering your vibration, your energy vibration level. And when you stop and take time like that to harness your energy and really tap into the energy of that pineal gland in your brain, your power, your kind of psychic ability, if you will, your energy and intuition. You're not only yeah, raising... Your intuition, yeah. Yeah, you're raising your intuition by raising your vibration level, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That is so important. Um... And over the years, I have tried to do that more as, as much as I can because um, years and years ago, uh, one, of, one of my mentors said to me, you're looking outside, look inside, mm -hmm. look inside. 
And one of my Qigong teachers always said that, like between um, moves, like in a class, he always says, go inside. Go inside, yeah. Go inside. Um, because we because can... Go ahead. I was going to say, we have... We have so much power. We really do have superpowers. Absolutely. We really do. And um, it's being able to go inside and, like you say, maybe not always be looking for what what would somebody else do or, or what would somebody else think. And and go inside and I think when we ask that that's you know when we ask those questions of other people that we trust it's not a bad thing to do yeah yeah but when we solely go on and, and make actions based on those words rather than sitting with what the person said and seeing if it resonates with mm-hmm. our energy when we just right. take those actions what usually happens we have you, you take those words and then you go then then you go well pat i did what you said and it didn't work and i you know right so then we get yeah. mad at other people for giving us <laughs> advice that we asked for <laughs> yeah yeah you know that, that can happen yeah, yeah. and if we would and, and we can just as easily get mad at ourselves right when it doesn't work out we look inside ourselves for the answer and we jump at the first thing rather than sitting with it and allowing it to truly align Mm-hmm. with our energy and allow it to be um, to, to help us to make effective decisions in life when when we're just kind of you know doing like that knee-jerk kind of thing we're not in line and in with our physical mental and emotional being when we're just reacting yeah when we can correct the flow of energy and sit with it that's when it begins to move in the right direction and works to empower us. Mm-hmm. The more you can tune into your own energy field, the more you're going to raise your vibration, the better you're going to get to know yourself and what you need to do and the decisions you need to make for you. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know... Um, Sometimes we don't, you know, we're afraid to sit with ourselves sometimes because maybe mm-hmm. we've got work to do because we don't maybe like ourselves so much. So And we don't want to hear it. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people think that they thrive on just sitting in the muck and playing, you know, I don't want to say playing the victim. I don't like that because there are people out there that are victimized and, you know, but being able to just kind of um, like like they're on a quest for martyrdom or something, <laughs> like yeah, just I deserve to just be miserable. No, no, you don't. You don't have to. No. You don't have to. You can transform. Yeah, you can absolutely transform by sitting with yourself and looking at yourself and saying okay you know what I don't like this one thing what can I do to change it what can make it better mm-hmm. and you're only going to know that through tapping into that that conscious awareness and the only way you're going to know that it's right is, is is by is by listening to that and I think that's that 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 part that that I was having trouble with like without the conscious awareness because Mm-hmm. When you just know that it's right, mm-hmm. it's just it. It just is. That's mm. you know. A couple times I just thought of it, and I thought of it before. That to me also goes to your gut. Mm-hmm. Like all of that feeling does. something. Okay, I I have intuition about this, and my gut instinct is to. XYZ, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, does that uh, make sense? Oh, absolutely. Because what happens is, energetically, 
these senses come in first to the sacral in the, in the chakras comes into the sacral now some people will say um, it actually comes into the root and I'll tell you why if you have learned experiences that when something comes up you have this kind of um, cognitive pattern recognition of oh I know that happened to my mom, sister, aunt, brother, cousin, and this is how it unfolded. So some people say that energetically that kind of knowing comes into the root because it's ancestral. It's been handed down generation okay. after generation. Yeah. But as a human, as you as the individual, it actually manifests in the sacral where your personality is formed. So the moment you have your aha of, oh, why is this... Mm -hmm. Why is this kind of bubbling? It starts mm -hmm. in the sacral and it bubbles up into the solar plexus. Mm -hmm. From the solar plexus, that's where it's like, I know this is true. Or I, start, I have this feeling, sorry, not that I know yet. I have this feeling yeah. that, some, that I need to act or not act, right? So mm -hmm. when intuition comes into us, it comes into the sacral or the root first and bubbles up, you know, percolates up, so to speak, in the energy. When the vibration level is raised, it comes into the solar plexus, and that's when you get a feeling that something is right or not right. When that then become, begins to continue to percolate and the vibration level then rises, those feelings get stronger. You start to feel them in your heart sense, and you know in your heart that you need to do something mm -hmm. or you know in your gut that you need to act or not act and so then yeah. that continues to then percolate up and raise your vibration level up until you get the thought or the um the processing on what is it i need to do in order to yeah. enact the change or in order to be silent and intuitive as you could probably hear me say a lot if you're in my meditation classes when to know when to speak and act or when to know when to be silent and intuitive because so go ahead. is that is that at the throat then that's at the throat yeah right yeah so okay. when you know whether to be to speak and take action that comes into the throat or to be silent and intuitive then that comes up into the mind where you start to then make those mm -hmm. decisions about what your intuition is telling you and then their intuition gets stronger as you sit with yeah. it. Because yeah. we're so quick yeah, to want to react. That says to me, there, ha there should be an allowing for this process there to is. unfold. Mm -hmm. And if we don't allow that, then that's when we might just react from a lower a lower place yep a lower vibration level without the intuition without the knowledge without the wisdom that we need in order to make the decision now some people have asked me in meditation classes when we're talking about intuition well what if i'm in a business or a job where i can't i'm not afforded the time to just sit and think about it i have to boom like a police officer or an EMT, right. or a doctor, or a firefighter. And I say, well, that intuition is something that comes of your training. Like, you're given all this training to do these different professions. So that intuition, that vibrational level for some people, happens a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm saying to people, you know, we're always so quick to react instead of sit with it and make a decision, even people who have fast-paced, moving occupations and have to make decisions quicker still have very um, poignant pauses they just aren't they don't realize it right your yeah. mind kicks even, in at a faster to, gear even to take one breath mm-hmm yeah yep even in in that taking one conscious breath they could process what you just said mm -hmm. and then and be able to be on top of it. I had a police officer once. Um, I was doing a 
a training um, in a nearby city and was telling me that it makes all the difference in the world for his kind of um, like spatial awareness and, and, and focus that before he kicks a door in, he takes a big deep breath or before he knocks to, you know, enact a search warrant or whatever, he takes a big deep breath in and, and exhales. Now, some people might think, you know, like do they really have time to do that. It, it becomes automatic. When you get into fast-paced jobs like that, that yeah. just becomes part of who you are. You take that breath in. And I've heard so many police officers, and I don't have a lot of police officers that are that are clients, but the ones that I have worked with, we talk about this, you know, firefighters too, um, they have this kind of, they have a kind of an innate sense of, of intuition. Like mm -hmm. they, they, they've told me like, you know, if they go to enact a search warrant, like there's this vibration that feels like mm -hmm. something's right or not right. Or yeah. a firefighter has told me like they've sensed that somebody else is in that building. Right. And they're, mm -hmm. they're being led mm -hmm. in a direction to go find a person. Um, or an animal or whatever. Um, that's your intuition. But their intuition is driven in a way that, um, that's for the really nerdy science people, that's all right brain designed processing. <laughs> it, it's just their vibrational level works at a higher pace than most people. And the other, the word I wrote down initially was instinct. Mm. And that would uh, apply there, I would think, oh, that yeah. um, someone in that sort of job would, if they don't have it initially, that they would develop an instinct. Yeah. And that brings me to my question for you. Yeah. Can someone, and if so, how, can someone train or develop their intuition to like to make it stronger or more powerful or something like that yeah no it's a great question one of the things I think that I find that's helpful is is mindful meditation it okay for me that has been one of the things that has helped me to become more a, a more clear thinker and I think mm -hmm. when you do that and you open up that space, then you're allowing for that vibration, that space for that vibration to move and, and, and it kind of tunes it in, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also some great um, classes out there. I, I took a class oh, last year um, at a place called, and I'll plug them here. They don't know that they this wasn't planned obviously because we picked the it's all unscripted but um it's called the i gotta remember the initials here ac acep the association for comprehensive energy psychology acep and i did a class there her name was Lori hops um she did a class called developing like developing intuition with the chakras i think it was oh. and I took a class about it, um, and she really was, the class was fascinating. Um, it, mm -hmm. it helped you not only to understand what intuition is, but it helped to understand, like, how intuition helps you. Like, um, one of the things, like, that jumps out at me, and, I, and other people have used, kind of used this um, example, like, in, I've heard it in other, in other talks, like, um, intuition is like a safety measure uh, for clarity um, and, and can help us kind of filter out um, like some of the things that can get mucked up in our in our consciousness and our thinking because the world is just very can be sometimes complex and overwhelming so intuition comes yeah. in and provides clarity and intuition is what jumps in and saves you from danger and one of the examples they use is like, um, let, let's say, for example, you come to the, 
corner of, of the of the street. And Dave Tuscany in the the fire walks that my husband and I do, he uses this analogy too to talk about fear and the difference between fear and caution. And he talks about, for example, it can um, if you're coming up to the corner of something, it's it's intuition that stops you and stops your feet from crossing into unexpected traffic. That's intuition. Despite your mind going, let's just continue to walk and stroll, yeah. intuition steps in and goes, eh, we have to stop. So intuition is a naturally occurring thing that's happening within us all the time anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, we just might not be aware of it so keenly. And when we sit and meditate and practice with mindful meditation, it allows us to deliberately focus our energy and from that focus, then we develop intuition. Um, and sometimes it's really subtle, right? Like the, yeah. oh, there's traffic, right? Sometimes it's like that. But sometimes people do, and everybody's different. Sometimes people do develop it in such a keen way that they, like my, I'll have different friends, and I, Pat might be able to relate to this, where they'll go, and, and maybe it's, Everything's energy, as we say here on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's intuition. Sometimes it's, you know, the energy of the intuition. But friends will call or I'll call friends and go, are you okay? Because I'll just get this sense that, you know, Pat will pop into my mind. And I'll be like, oh, Pat just popped in my mind. And then it'll, you know, it'll fleet. And then Pat pop back into my mind. Oh, why is Pat back there? And so mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe I need to call Pat or I'll text and say, hey, Pat, mm -hmm. are you doing okay? And vice yeah, versa. I, I do the same thing. And I, I, that, and I think that's why I asked about developing it because it seems to me there must be a way to enhance that because I'll, I'll go in spurts, I think. Yeah. And and sometimes it's acting upon listening to that because I do that quite often. If I think of someone kind of randomly, I'll I'll text them and just say, "Hey, thinking of you today," or you know, I, I do that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I I just kind of wonder if if every time you thought about doing that and you acted upon it if that would you know kind of build that that intuition that yeah that space that clarity that you're talking about yeah you do and I think the more you sit with it and the more it develops the more it can become something else like I think of intuition as kind of You've heard of people say, you know, like your sixth sense, right? So it's like an yeah. extrasensory perception of reality. Like it's not, yeah, it's not, um, it's not made up. It's not your imagination, right? Those are separate. That's separate things. Your imagination is separate from intuition. Intuition mm -hmm. is real world energy, kind of psychic ability, if you will. Um, when you continue to work on it and continue to develop it, mm -hmm. um, my understanding is that's where um, clairvoyance. Okay. The, it's kind of like the more you, um, you know, the more you practice, the more it develops, and the more it develops, then it becomes something else. Like um, mm -hmm. for anybody who's curious. I went ahead and looked up the definition for clairvoyance since I think intuition and clairvoyance kind of seemingly run on the same track, but I don't think they're the same. Um, clairvoyant, a clairvoyant is somebody who is a person who claims to have supernatural ability to perceive events beyond normal sensory con contact. Mm -hmm. So see what I mean? Like intuition yeah. is, this extrasensory perception in reality and clairvoyance you know it, it's the person who claims to have a supernatural ability beyond that 
Yeah. It's so the word claims in there bothers me because who wrote that definition? <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's on the person who... A, a non-believer. Yeah, it's, it's the person who's experiencing <laughs> this isn't claiming it. They're telling you outright that this is what's happening to me. Yeah. So yeah. the adjective talks says, you know, that having the... Or exhibiting the ability to perceive events in the future or beyond. So, mm. you know, that, that's that honed-in psychic ability. But when I think of intuition, you know, just kind of touching... And having that vibration level of being in tune with yourself first. And then I think through that developing, you know how I talked about how the higher the vibration, the more it engages the other chakras as it works up and then you get the knowing which comes into your third eye. I mm -hmm. think when you get that in your heart center is when you start to develop empathy. When okay. that same energy starts to bubble up and percolate and open up and develop in other areas, that same intuition it's in your heart center becomes empathy. Um, you know, in the same way that when your third eye opens, it becomes wisdom or um, intuition. And so when you take that a step further and develop that into kind of... Um, in, into clairvoyancy, perhaps, I would, I would suggest, and this is based on my experience only, that that's what happens when that third eye energy vibrates farther up into the crown and beyond, because as we know, our chakras don't just stop at the crown. We have a hundred and, depending on what chart you look at, 112, 102, um, so when that vibration continues, like I did in our meditation, you know, upward and out and in every direction from us, well, then what happens when we are vibrating in such a way and sending those vibrations out, we're also pulling energy towards us in the ripple, right? Mm -hmm. So I think clairvoyance comes into that... Um, of course, it's supernatural because it's not of your whole, your your holistic body in this sense. Yeah. It's moving beyond it's the body. Another realm. Yeah. It's the same way, and maybe you've experienced this, Pat, and if you chime in, and, and if you have, I look at clairvoyance as like when that energy level vibrates and you tap into the crown and beyond in your, you know, your ethereal sense, so to speak, um, and you're pulling in that energy, I liken it to when you're like, um, you know, I said like with Pat, like, I just know, like, or, you know, or my, my friend, my, my Reiki teacher, Donna, or other friends, but I've got to reach out to them. But mm -hmm. I think when you start to kind of, the more you practice energy work, whether it's Qigong or it's uh, Reiki, you tap into that clairvoyant kind of sense of knowing. Um, you know, when people start to say, I don't know how I know, I just do. I just know. Yeah, yeah that's, I think, speaks more to, um, to clairvoyancy. Um, but that's just my, that's my opinion. What's your thought on that, Pat? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that... That makes sense yeah. to me, and I also would liken it to, and, and as far as doing energy work and, and tapping into the energy all around us, um, to me it kind of goes a little bit to the synchronicity kind of happenings of, you know, I'm feeling something or thinking something and or wondering something and I pull up a, a class and it's exactly, I mean, it's like my energy is asking a question and the answer just appears. Yeah, like a little bit like we did in the, in the exercise, right? Where it's like ask your 
ask out mm-hmm. whatever you know you're looking mm-hmm. for the answer back and sit with it and see what and comes. It's, it's like this it's like this connection it's and we are all connected mm-hmm. and we are one and so this this energetic connection um yeah i mean you, you know your meditation with the the energy going out away from your body where do we think it's going i mean every, if everybody <laughs> else is doing that everybody else is doing that too and all it's gonna hit energy, somebody eventually <laughs> that's right that's right yeah so i mean it's this is just fascinating to me and we don't talk about it enough and i think and i'm glad that we picked we we jumped on this word today because i think we don't talk about it enough as a society because it's scary it's hoo-hoo it's out there yeah and it's only scary because of the unknown and it's only um I shouldn't say that. It's only scary because of the unknown, and it's it it's. But that's not exactly true. It's also scary because people have weaponized it, right? Mm. People have made clairvoyancy and intuitiveness appear to be something evil. Mm-hmm. When, and again, in my experience, it is no different then in the way I do those same exercises that we did at the beginning mm-hmm. with an intention set on tapping into my spirit guide or into the divine um, when I pray, it's mm-hmm. no different. It's just that the intention is different. The action mm-hmm. is not different. Anybody can make anything evil by setting the intention in that way. It's that right. simple. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the reason we don't talk about it enough is because people are like, I can't talk about that because that's of the occult and, 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 uh, and so on and so forth. It's like, have you ever looked up the definition of occult? O-C-C-U-L-T? <laughs> you know? Right. Um, you know, the definition, you know, it's supernatural, mystical magical beliefs, phenomena. Mm-hmm. What's... Well, I, I have another idea on that, too. Please. Why we don't talk about it. I, my thought on that, too, is we are in so much chatter in <sighs> our lives, yeah. in, in the world, especially now, more than ever. It's it's so overload with and and earlier I was thinking for me I think that's why I like silence and I don't listen to the news or watch the news or I I I kind of have created like this little bubble for myself which I'm perfectly okay with <laughs> yeah even if you know, somebody else might think, okay, that's weird. Um, but I think that in order to sit and and drop into this type of energy that we're talking about, you have to, you got to chill out a little bit. You got to quiet a little bit and, and make a space for yourself in in order to do that absolutely and i just don't think a lot of people do and you know well because we want the answers now quick and fast we're used to quick and fast and now everything's yeah the the high speed um fast-paced life and world that we are in um you you know you just you're just not going to um drop into this type of energy very easily mm-hmm. if if you if you can't calm down quiet down and sit you know yeah. for however long it might take, you know, 
and like we were saying before, someone who really needs to use that in their job, they can maybe do it in a few seconds mm-hmm. and have to. Right, because they've had that someone, practice. Yeah, and someone else might really have to work at finding that space for themselves. But even the people who have to do, like, who ha- have reactionary jobs and have to do that really quickly and and take that little pause before they, you know, mm-hmm. make that action, even that, even that awareness and that breath before they make an action, mm-hmm. especially those people have to take time after the big, the big mind-changing, life-changing thing has happened, after they've done the big action, mm-hmm. it's critically important for the healing process of when something like that happens, because mm-hmm. we're, all, I, I love the word healing because it, it, it invites this idea that, that it's continual, right? Yeah. Healed, yeah. We, I don't think we're, my belief is we're not healed of anything until we're no longer in this body. We're, mm-hmm. we're always mm-hmm. healing. Yes. And we're, and, and we're overcoming. And so, it's critically important, I think, for people, especially in the fast-paced jobs, to once we're not in critical crisis mode anymore, to take a pause and reflect on where I'm at now, how do I go forward from here? Because a lot of those jobs, you know, you see catastrophic things turning over very yeah. quickly. Yeah. And so it's really important, and I... Actually, I did a video earlier this year for our mental health board for um, the REACT. I think it was for the REACT program for first responders and police and so forth. And I did a meditation for them on the STOP acronym. You know, stop, take a breath, observe what's going on in your body, and then proceed. And the reason I did that one is because I was, and I've talked about this in another podcast, that there's a 60 seconds, approximately a stoplight will last about 60 seconds. And I tell them, don't close your eyes, obviously, when you're driving and doing this, but it's a matter of just being consciously aware of taking that time to understand intuitively what you need in this moment, in every moment going forward to process what just happened. Because you're, you're changed by it. And no matter what happens, whether you're a first responder or whether you're, you know, a Qigong teacher or a hypnotist or, you know, a salesperson, whatever it might be, we all have moments in our lives and in the seasons of life and in the changes of life that come that we just need to stop and say, okay, what do I need to know right now? So that I can proceed knowing that everything is okay. And even yeah, if it's not okay, how can I just per- continue to proceed until it is? Yeah, that's what I was thinking that what you're saying, using that stop, um, that can apply to anyone at any time. And and it can be a, a big thing, a crisis, or, you know, I had a bad day at work. And I'm going to, before I walk into the house, I'm going to do that. Stop, take a breath, observe, proceed. Or you can do it when you're having good days so that you can continue to enhance and develop that intuition about what you need when you need it. It's one of those, it's one of those tools in our toolbox that we talk about all the time. Yeah. We have lots of tools in that toolbox. We just don't always get them out and play with them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't, don't know what I'd do without that, <laughs> that yeah. toolbox. Yeah. And, and, and it's important. Like, we talk about, you know, working on these things in crisis, but I wanted to bring that up that it's important to work on them daily so that when crisis does mm-hmm. come up, you don't have to take so long to recover. Yes. And I find yes. that the more you practice it and the more you become in tune with yourself, then you know what you need when things do go awry and 
you don't find yourself going, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what I need. I don't really know how to put it into words. You will. Um, yeah, and that's, you know, that's when we're asking for that, that intuition to, to come in and yeah. take a moment to listen. And it's really just it, listening to your physical body, your mental body, and your spiritual body all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it might sound overwhelming if you've never practiced meditation, but it's really just cueing in on the subtle energy um, or the chi, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just... Um, you know, encompassing the allowing, allowing just whatever to unfold that's going to come to you. And you might not like it, like we said at the top of this, right? Mm -hmm. You might not like Mm -hmm. it, but Mm -hmm. it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Inner guidance, ask for it and it'll arrive. That's all I got. Ask for it and it'll arrive. Ask, receive, believe. Ask, there you go. Ask, receive, believe. I like it. I'm writing it down. I think that's on my refrigerator. I think it's a good motto to lead mm-hmm. into this break with. So ask, receive, believe. Tune into your intuition and and just note what comes up for you. If you don't like it, guess what? You can change. Mm-hmm. We're capable of change. Mm-hmm. And if you do like yeah. it, embrace it. Yeah. That's it. Well, stay Beautiful. tuned. When we come back, Pat will have even more wisdom for us. So stay tuned. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail. We look forward to hearing from you. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to Unscripted Energy. We were talking about intuition and this idea of not only sensing your body's subtle energy, but your mind and your spirit's subtle energy. And when you can kind of encompass that into your whole self, holistically and the more you practice that the more you can become in tune and develop your intuitiveness so pat is uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) pat is gonna continue with this with with um an activity as we usually wind down our our podcast for the day so um with with intuition in mind so Mm -hmm. what do you got for us pat well, so I have to go to my my Qigong roots here, mm-hmm. and um, the intu- intuition would be considered part of that formless energy. In Qigong, we talk about form and formless. The body, we you know, this is seems solid, but we are all energy and and the chi is formless our thoughts emotions consciousness intuition is all formless energy and and in our discussion we talked a lot about taking moments to tap into that so my hands are just like buzzing with chi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. So, so I thought I would do, and and we also talked about how you know in this fast-paced world, um, finding moments to to tap into this, and so I'm thinking um, to do kind of a a chi break, kind of a a thing here. Um, with actually using our hands so if you are in a place to do this with us please do 
if you're not, do it later. Take, <laughs> take some time and do it later. Um, but let's just start with our hands. I have my hands like in front of my heart and they're, there's a few inches uh, apart and, and, and first just, the, just tap your fingertips together very gently just tap your fingertips together and just take a take take some nice deep breaths you don't have to uh, change anything too much and just tap the fingers together we're just activating the chi a little bit and then we'll stop and just hold your hands a few inches apart and feel that that energy that that formless energy the chi and then let's just bring your hands up by your head and we do what we call um wisdom qigong and so we're going to just hold your hold your hands just a little bit away from your head. We're just going to send some of that energy to the mind, the brain, the intuition, instinct, perception. I just have my hands on the side of my head, just a few inches away. And then bring them in front of your face. Just have them a few inches away from your face. In like in front of the, the eyes and the nose and the mouth. And then bring the hands up around, up the top of the head, down the back of the head, and around. We're not touching. Up, up the front of the face, up the top of the head, and around. And it's like we're just encompassing our, our head with this wisdom this clarity, this intuition. And then bring your hands back down in front of the heart. Still a few inches away. And just, and just through all this, just notice what you feel. You might not feel anything, and that's okay. You might feel some warmth or buzzing or tingling between your hands. And bring hands together now, like palms together, like in a prayer pose in, in front of the heart. And we'll just take a little moment of gratitude for this little practice, for our time together, for this day. Namaste. Namaste. this little chi ball in my hands now and just yeah. kind of over my face <laughs> and my head and really yeah. help me to tap into that knowing and like mm -hmm. Pat said if you couldn't do that with us right then take some time to do that later perhaps even use that as a moment to develop that wisdom from that question that you asked yourself maybe at the beginning mm -hmm. um, of the, the beginning of the podcast ask that question again and see if you get the same answer see if you draw in 
even more knowledge and wisdom. So thank you for that, Pat. That was wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, with that, I am Nora Noble, signing off for Unscripted Energy. Stay safe. Be well. Peace. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.